0: Y'all are too loud. You're too loud. Who talks out of too all bad? You're funny. I can't with y'all. Happy Too Loud Tuesday. Grab your headphones. Grab your drink of choice. I'm drinking mm-hmm. water today because I'm a skinny girl. And okay. welcome to season four of You're Too Loud. Chica. Chica. Yeah. I am ready. If that was your question, I'm ready. Ooh, I'm so excited for this episode Um, in so many ways because it's been two weeks and I know we said we were going to do a part two to our hair episode from last week, from uh, two weeks ago. We love to lie. We <laughs> love to lie. It's so fun. A national holiday happened a couple, a couple of days ago, really. The next holiday world. is actually that Sheikah and I saw each other for the first time. That's true. Started our job <laughs> No, but that's not. Thank God. I miss Thank you. God. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. When I saw Sheikah she spit on me, and that's <laughs> how you know she's a really violent person. Really? Is that what happened? Yes. Or did I? reach my arms out, really envelop you in love and support and respect and admiration for the woman that you are and the woman that I know you can be. Oh, you better preach, preacher. She <laughs> is, is not. Well, I would say like in our friend group, you're like in the middle of affection. Uh, like there's some people that like are really big huggers. Others aren't. I feel like you're in the middle, but Shika gave me a hug, I think. I did spit on me. Yeah, just to say, sorry for the spit. You well. <laughs> I don't like going down the spit. Anyway, <laughs> no, it was so fun. Um, We did see each other this weekend and a lot of our other friends, which is nice because these long distance adult friendships mm, mm-hmm.
1: are a lot of work.
0: Are yeah. simply, a know, I'm like, my mom, so when she responds to people's texts, it's like literally like once a month and I'm like okay like that's actually really a lot like that's extra but I finally understand like Mm -hmm. through the week you just don't be seeing stuff right so it was so nice it was like it was a good group of us our good friend graciously allowed us to stay at her place it was such a nice relaxing weekend and now we're back in the work (laughs) grind of things grind is is what it is well what? it's funny because beyonce released break my soul right as we were starting to work so she was like i just quit my job and we were literally starting our jobs so <laughs> it does feel like there's wait what's the sound wow the pressure is getting <laughs> oh yeah it's getting worser oh it's in what's up (laughs) it's okay because we're rejuvenated we're recharged because queen bee is back and dare i say she's back better than ever i you dare i think i triple dog dare myself but before we get into it i guess Mm. i'll read my tweet okay this is not funny at all but i think it's the best way to describe like me so Mm. we all know fomo fear of missing out well this tweet it says jomo joy of missing out feeling content with staying in and disconnecting as a form of self-care i really love that because i feel like i'm probably too much of a homebody like i know this will seem like a shock to many of you but i'm an introvert no comments please shega and i truly feel like when i'm by myself in my home like there is no better feeling in the world. And I can't like even when I was younger, I don't think I ever had FOMO. Did you? I feel like I feel it more now, but mm-hmm. I agree. There is just something about having your own routine to being your to yourself, really recharging that is its own little night. It's its own little special time for sure. It's amazing. And I just rediscovered baths. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably because my janky apartment in college um, didn't have a bathtub. You can argue <laughs> in the shower, um, and so yeah, just lighting a candle, mm. playing some new Steve Lacy. Uh oh, right. And he's like my bathtub playlist. Oh and really? Dan, yeah, I think it's so <laughs> you And she was a fan before everybody else was, but i digress it's just not your time you don't not think even you but i'm curious what's your bathtub steve Lacey song because i feel like some of his songs are a little bit more upbeat and some of them are a little bit more. <laughs> i'm just curious well let me pull up the playlist i will say it's basic but i think my favorite is i wish i knew i wish I, wish I knew. Anyone. yeah that's what's it called bad half. Mm-hmm. yeah that one's my fave but also this is so random yesterday when we were on the plane coming home I listened to John Redcorn and I thought of you for those mm. of you who don't know that song <laughs> it's a song by Sir that Sheik and I really in our depression eras like we were just bro, it was cranked up like the lyrics are like alone every, every night, night alone No, <laughs> you know what's funny about that song I remember I was putting it I was like like thinking what song to put on a collaborative playlist it was like oh what song are you listening to the most right now and it was um so I put that song on there because I was so depressed and listening to that like on repeat and someone texted me they were like I saw the song (laughs) are you okay I was like yeah (laughs) you say getting caught up no, with uh no. like friends visibility of your songs because for those of you who don't know Sheikah's number well we don't really know if it's the number one but it was definitely in her top why are you looking at me like that you don't even know I'm so scared I'm about to mute you <laughs> exactly that's story that her number one, one, right one there, song was Mo Bamba freshman year her <laughs> number one song was Mo Bamba y'all so was, talk about depression top 100 for sure and he, I won't justify it. I did listen to it on the way to and from math class. But like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you were, there was a tweet and it was like, if you're a Black student um, during like the time when like Mo Bamba came out, you're going yeah. to financial compensation because of everyone like screaming the N-word around you and stuff. Yeah. The fact that you listen to that willingly. No, I was like increasing sales. I am the reason Jack West has a comfortable, cushy home that he has right now. Welcome. That's wild. That is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got here, but Jomo. So, got what's your tweet? Wow, I'll give you mine. Um, <laughs> and it says, "Someone else being in the kitchen while I'm there just brings out a very dark-sided energy in me." Alemao, mm-hmm. I mean, do you feel this? I like is so true. <laughs> I'm like, unless you are literally passing through please get out of the kitchen and I don't even cook that's why I feel like I'm not justified to say anything but like <laughs> it's just never the vibe yeah. no, like it's Describe never the vibe as dark-sided energy <laughs> uh, especially um especially key people I'll bring out my brother twice twice this month because <laughs> you ever be in the kitchen with someone who like puts everything out and that's also me I'm this is a self-read as well yeah but like I can't have everything out if you also have everything out huh of course what does that mean of course no okay. it really is like out of all the things you could be doing you're right here with me in <laughs> the last place I want you to be <laughs> literally he can't wait you can't wait. just be hungry for the one time and intermittent what's funny, fast what's funny about you using this tweet is you cooking is literally pouring rice in the rice cooker and <laughs> it's on so it's so funny that even that 30 seconds makes you angry i love it <laughs> that 30 seconds like goes slower though if it's more than okay. two people of course of course mm-hmm. wait here's a question um did papa say thank you for your birthday shout out he sure didn't oh my gosh he did! <laughs> he sure didn't and you know what i'm not going to bring it up to him because i haven't texted him about it until we're in person yeah oh when i got you gosh. wait that's wild he really does not listen for real <laughs> i keep on telling you it's us your mom <laughs> and if you select others I <laughs> really keeping shout out to of. you work. Child Our loyal, them. loyal, loud supporter. <laughs> okay, because us, my mom, and the few select others mm. are about to get a real treat. And we're exaggerating, y'all. It's not a few select others, it's multiple select others. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, multitudes. Um, it's yeah. a mu- it's multitudes Millions. <laughs> Millions of others. Yeah. yeah. Caller Daddy is actually getting replaced by right. your right. Mom. but y'all didn't know that wait barstool would hate our podcast they would we they they wouldn't like take us for a diversity kind of moment and then immediately like fire us after listening to that immediately yeah immediately but it's okay because i also run from them um (laughs) but you know what i've been running to. Mm. give it to us i just want to take a second and just recognize the era we live in do you ever think about that she okay because like yeah. our parents they had mj mm-hmm. which oh uh, i'm really trying to stay focused but i do have to say this really quick yeah you remember where you were when michael jackson died i do i do unfortunately isn't it oh, weird that we all remember where mm-hmm. we? Were? you remember exactly i remember exactly yeah interesting there was literally no point to that story but or that question. However, they had MJ, Prince, mm-hmm. whatever. We have Beyonce. And, yeah. you know, I think we both believe that she's like the greatest performer of all time or our time, the greatest entertainer mm-hmm. of our time. No, I'd say all. I would say all too. I would say all. <laughs> I would also say all. all. Um, but like, we are in her era of renaissance. Right. Which is so crazy. How many other artists do you know that literally are 25 years into their career and an album dropping is still like a cultural moment? I can't believe it. I can't. I'm still speechless, honestly, which is problematic because we're about to talk about this and I still don't have the words. No, like (laughs) it doesn't even really make sense. Like she is... That's why she's the greatest of all time. I literally do not care. I don't care, I argue with your mom. But if you're here, you probably agree, unless you're my mom. But um, <laughs> Chica, when Renaissance came out, Oof. where were you? When did you listen? Yeah. First impressions, thoughts? I was in my apartment, I was on Twitter, and I was like, oh, wait, this is now it was probably like six in the morning because I I just like went to bed early that night so I didn't listen to it at midnight and I was like wow clear my schedule not like I'm doing anything anyway (laughs) but clear my schedule I will listen to this right now and then um I didn't because one of my roommates was like moving in that day so I listened to it at night and oh my gosh it was everything everything you know when you like an artist has been gone for a while and you're like oh I don't know if I'll like their sound I really wasn't that worried for Beyonce but I was like no of course this is amazing of course this is new and exciting and like slightly different for her but like oh wow it hit so deep mm, I completely agree I was at a um like a work function so it was late, but shout out. This is why I love Black women. Shout mm-hmm. out to the Black women that organized a listing party at midnight at the work function. Mm. For it. But honestly, I like walked in, but it was just such an experience I needed to have by myself. Yeah. Because I knew it was going to overtake me and it did. I was just like, I know everyone thinks that Beyonce knows them rolling right. But I actually... <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but oh no this is about to be like y'all sorry really quickly whoever had to listen to last week's episode and hear us cackle about rod wave Far so sorry. Sorry, too long like i am actually so we are deeply sorry <laughs> we're we- sorry but we're not because we posted it we texted let's just post this this is a very on brand and it was I'm sorry it was what it was if you didn't smile I'm sorry I don't you care. care you haven't you obviously don't know the context because it was funny <laughs> and I don't feel bad, even though it was literally unlistenable <laughs> it was unlistenable like this is about to be but um my whole point in saying this is yeah I feel like Beyonce made that album for me hmm And I say that because I think I'm in a stage in my life. So actually yesterday, um, a couple of our friends, Maya, Hannah and I, we were discussing what era are we in right now? And I said, I'm in my royalty era. Basically just not even, but I'm not talking about anything material, just like a constant mentality of remembering who I am. And that's royalty and walking and stepping with that like mindset and intention every single day of my life and when i entered that era before renaissance Mm -hmm. however beyond renaissance is the royalty era literally Mm -hmm. so i feel like beyonce made this for me when i'm walking literally do not get in my way because i'm steam plowing through you if i'm just doing mundane tasks it's still an event if i'm going to the store i'm going in heels because cozy 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 Man. in my skin mm. and yeah i just really want to thank beyonce for making this for me um early birthday gift maybe she didn't know it was october 7th but and maybe she met libra's groove not virgo's groove right mm. <laughs> but she's such a virgo and i love that for her i know i want to be a virgo but it doesn't matter because i am by default um because of this <laughs> album <laughs> But I really feel like it's for like black women to really pop off. I mean, it's really interesting too, how she'll like slide in like, just like little hints that this is like for black people. Like Mm -hmm. for example, the song like "Plastic off the sofa. Yeah. You would only understand that if you're black. Literally. And Sid produced that like literally. What? Yes, bro. Like black gays are winning again and again and again and again and the song was so good that I like honestly all of them that's that's probably my favorite song in the album um really yeah and it changes so like I love so much of them that I use every day but that's my favorite song for right now but you're so right she's giving the girls like just a mindset change and a reminder that we are that girl as she is that girl and I love that for you okay royal tiara yeah but I mean it's true like it really is a mindset shift and I mm-hmm. think one thing I love about this album so much is just how before she dropped break my soul and before Drake hello <laughs> oh, teamed up with his <coughs> banks it yeah. really like there was no way we could have predicted but I don't want to talk about him right now but there was no way we could have predicted this type of music for her right but what it shows is that you can always, like, Beyonce can do it, so you can do it. You can always, like, reinvent who you are. Mm-hmm. And I kind of try not to say, like, oh, I'm rebranding, because it's, like, in capitalism, of course, they have are a brand. However, like, it's true. Like, you can always just, like, you know what? I've done this for so long, but, like, right. I'm still going to, like, switch it up, and I'm still going to beat me through it. Like, it's a new sound for her. I think it's the perfect sound for her, but it's mm-hmm. still, like, her like you can still you can almost hear renaissance in her other albums too if that makes sense Mm -hmm. just like different through different aspects of it yeah it just really inspired me I'm like I'm not stuck to one thing just because society you know it's like Lil Nas X Mm -hmm. how they would never like when he had um was it called Old Town Road and they would refuse to classify him as country when that Mm -hmm. was a country song Right. because that's what society they are putting on him anything but country but he's like I can do what I want and then he reinvented as the king of pop mm-hmm. out Montero Montero whatever you know what I'm saying like yeah. it is truly just amazing how you can always just do what you want and like be who you are because <laughs> it's literally like there are no yeah. rules and I think Beyonce just reminded us of that she did she did and like she has those like core values. She always talks about women. She always talks about like putting on for black people, the black community. And so she kept that with her through this album, but like her sound the way she presented it changed. And that's, that's so true that how people can evolve. And I think, I hope people see this album for what it is. Like if we see this in only like the urban categories mm. next year, it's going to be tea because she's telling you that she's more than that box set, mm. um, like the music industry will hopefully not put her in and I feel like that might help other artists like realize hey you don't need to like be the same person you can change um and I love the reception for this honestly well the reception that I've seen it's been overwhelmingly positive as in like hey this is what she wanted to do she can do it and it sounds good and honestly if anyone had a negative thing to say I'd be like did you listen to that? album i'm i'm sorry it It really eats it eats it eats eats. no that's (laughs) so true that's a great point about um just like if we do see her in like urban r&b hip-hop because this album Mm -hmm. simply is not that it would be no problem if it was but it's not that so they're definitely gonna try to put her in a box as they do all black women um Mm -hmm. but yeah i think that's also a good point like let artists experiment i think it's so funny when people are like Megan the Stallion does the same thing every time, same beat. But then she'll release like Sweetest Pie with like Dua Lipa, and people are like, "Ugh, what is this <laughs> new sound?" Oh, Drake, like right. everyone's like, Drake does the same thing. Which, like, in my opinion, if it works, why would I not keep it? Right, it's a, Drake make releases, millions. Yeah. No, literally, like Drake releases the same things, and then he does mm-hmm. honestly. Never mind. Everyone's like, oh, "Oh my gosh, the Zara music!" Like. First of all, what's wrong with Zara? Right. And number two, it's like, let artists experiment. So I really do, I do love that for her. And I just think she's like such an immaculate example of like setting a bar for herself. Like she is the queen of like staying in her own lane. And it, rem- it should remind us like, it doesn't matter if you're Beyonce, mm-hmm. if you're just a half level below and you're Jordan Davis or <laughs> <laughs> just kidding or if you're just three sets below and you're cheetah whoever okay (laughs) Mm, debatable finish your point though just kidding whoever you are though real talk like you are in your own lane and you are only competing against yourself and she's not coming out here and trying to sound like anybody else like she's Mm -hmm. just doing her and i think you know i'm not a global pop star however it reminded me like when i was listening to cuff it is like I just think it's just so immaculate. Mm-hmm. How it transitions into energy every time I like just have to stop and I'm like, wow, Beyonce's. Yeah. And I just reminds me like in my own life, like I'm literally only competing against myself. So mm-hmm. when it comes to like making content, when it comes to what I wear, how I dress, like whatever, it's like this is literally just me versus me. So I can do it. Not to sound like one of those Twitter men where <laughs> you know, I hate us for real. It's just me makes myself. Like, not like yeah. that, but
1: the yeah. Sentiment.
0: Yeah. The sentiment is always good. Now, some of the emojis that are always on those posts were not needed. I totally agree. We are all competing in our own lanes and I like this album because I feel like in so many aspects like even the take the album cover like her as a 40 now 40-year-old 40 woman like on that horse eating obviously she's stunning but like how many artists at that age like would say, "Hey, this is me." Bear like this is who I am in such a bold like photo and I think like that's just another reminder that she's still doing whatever she wants and like because she's so authentic and so good at what she's doing it's resonating with so many people um so I can't wait for the visual album because I was just confirmed did you see that I can't wait yes. Ooh, I'm like literally the first album listen was like okay I needed to be like focus but this one especially because there's so much like there was so many easter eggs and lemonade there's, yes! there's so much other stuff that i feel like i need to be so present when i watch um so i'm so excited so excited but also one thing i love about this album was how many like samples and like just like mm. references there were to black women like to black artists like the prince references grace jones like all that kind of stuff i was like of course beyonce is gonna in like interweave that in it but it's also just another reminder that like as you're rising to the top in your own lane like not to forget the people who kind of influenced you and and got you to where you were so mm, I love oh her. word that's so true because I really do feel like she always like pays her dues to mm-hmm. the for her yeah and that's the whole goal right like I feel like everything she does is like for us yeah. and it feels like like even when she's talking like when her and Jay released that album and they were, I think it's in like nice or no boss, one of the songs mm-hmm. they're just talking about how much money they have. And it still felt like it was for me. Like I don't <laughs> know, she just makes it, she makes everything feel so inclusive. And like mm-hmm. even her note, like when the album got leaked, and like yeah. she was like, um, thank you guys, thank you all for like calling out the people mm-hmm. that tried to get into the club early. Like, she just wants it to be like for everyone and like bring people up and having us feel you know incredible along the way and it I think it's really interesting that this song or this album is so dancey because Mm -hmm. clearly she must have been making this during the pandemic so her creative mind and every single person who's credited um throughout the album too like their minds to be able to like they like jump outside of their situation and like Mm -hmm. staying at home and like it's all gray and sad and like be able to like Think of like ways for people to like come together and like turn up and enjoy life. It's just like mm-hmm. so amazing. And I think it sparked a lot of creativity in me and in like a lot of other people as well, which I love. Yay. No, I totally agree. Cause she could have come out and been like, these are the issues that we need to work on. Like, even on America has a problem. <laughs> I expected that one to be like, okay, we do yeah. have a problem. Read us this, like, let's get right. it together. Um, but it wasn't, it was a celebration. And and I think it's so nice because sometimes. Like you have Black artists and that um, like talk about Black issues like all the time and that's also great and that's needed. But sometimes it's also nice to talk about Black joy and just celebrate us as a community and like how vibrant and bold we are. Um, And so I love that this album was like a little bit lighter in terms of the content and more focused on, yes, I am this confident, amazing, like sexual being. I have these experiences. I like my community. I like the being influenced by x y and z like artists and mm-hmm. it was just so beautiful that it, even though if it could have been more like i guess social justice focus that would have been great but like it didn't have to be and it was still an amazing album totally and like to that point like even like church girl like mm-hmm. i love that song you and i both grew up very yeah. with church and just like i feel like that was a total stick to like The very like conservative church, it's like, oh, if you go to church, you have to like be a certain way or Mm -hmm. everyone. Like if you belong to like a religious group, you know that there's like rules or boundaries or extremes or whatever. And she was never disrespecting any of that, but she was like, you're not about to judge me for who I am. She's like, I show up for me. And the only person that can judge me is literally me. I think she says like I was born free. So I just really, really adore her. And I'm very, very grateful for her because I cannot imagine a world in which I would have to grow up without Beyonce. That sounds literally horrific. Yeah, I just am so grateful that we get to oh live in her era and hopefully see her on tour up close. Um, and also just thinking about like younger black girls and just younger people that will get to like grow up with this music is just so, so, so cool. Yeah no literally like no one can judge me but me I was born free are you kidding literally like I I love her so much and I hope like even me like unboxing some of the more religious like trauma or like just things that I need to unlearn about myself about um Mm -hmm. how like growing up in the church I I'm so glad she said this for all the girls who are like hmm or like for example like people who grew up in the church and might feel uncomfortable being openly out with their sexuality or being queer or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope this song like touches them. Even though when I hear the song, my first instinct is, is just to dance. Yeah. I know that there's like a deeper meaning behind a lot of these words. Um, and she did that. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and listen to this one. because Oh, literally. It is so good. Every day I have a new favorite. Um, it's so- well, What is your favorite right now? I mean like i cannot i say like my top three are like cuff it mm-hmm. um i feel like heated just does not get enough love it is yeah. so probably because like every other song is something too mm-hmm. but the like cuff it to energy transition yeah always like stops me dead in my tracks mm-hmm. but like every single one is insane i don't know yeah. your faves i like um plastic off the sofa i like the th- Honestly, the three you just mentioned are great. Um, they're all sozy. Like I feel like if we list our favorites, we'll get to the whole album. So honestly, all of them. But do you have a least favorite? T. No. Mm. No. Okay. I really don't have one. I feel like. Um, I feel like the one I listen to the least, ironically enough, is Summer Renaissance. Mm-hmm. But I think. I honestly think it's because the first six tracks on the album are nuts Mm. like it's insane to open an album and just go that hard and be that perfect throughout Mm. and I think I just get so excited by the time I hit the end of like Virgo's groove or like the head Mm. of energy that I like restart it so I often miss the back half and then summer renaissance I don't know I love it but I listen to the album primarily like well, every second of my life, but like, <laughs> pull things straight through when I'm like exercising, mm-hmm. and so I just like the really fast paced ones. I don't know, but yeah. it's not that it's my least favorite. I think it's just my list least listened to solely because it's at the very end. Mm, okay, do no I you? feel that? I I okay. So I'm saying this is my least favorite, but I still like the song. Yeah, and um, it's I'm that girl. I like it, but like. I don't love it as much as I like the other songs on the album mm-hmm. and I couldn't give you a reason I think it's just like replay value <laughs> type stuff but to your point I think this is one of those albums that I've been trying to listen to like through like straight through like in the order that she's like laid out because the yeah. transitions are so crazy that I like look forward to like oh here we are break my soul like and yes. break my soul sounds I don't know if you feel this so different. It does. As the that album version's nuts. Literally. Yeah. So that's my least favorite, but it's by like such a small amount. It's probably because you love Alien Superstar that much that you just Mm-mm. cannot wait to get to that song. There we go. <laughs> Justice for I'm That Girl. It's not the diamonds. No, mm-hmm. but honestly, that's why it feels like you're at the club because the transitions, it's like, is there a yeah. And then when someone, oh, The DJ like comes on he's like, there's a reset of the sound system or whatever. And then like the music comes back. I'm like, Mm -hmm. she loves everything. Like she's (laughs) amazing, she's amazing. amazing. I feel like I was gonna put y'all on to something that wasn't Renaissance, but I just feel like I, I'm gonna take it my, um, put y'all on back. And I'm just gonna say Renaissance because I feel like all attention should be on that album, it's actually funny. Do you listen to Maggie Rogers? Not really. Okay, I like like some of her stuff, and she dropped the same day as Beyonce, which is a mm-hmm. real move. But <laughs> he was like, I think she had posted. She was like, me listening to Beyonce's album one <laughs> <laughs> day. Album drop. So if she can do that, I'm going to put y'all on right back to Renaissance. It is just, it's top three. There is, mm. it is top three i actually placed it a little higher i put his top two just because i'm a i'm not sure what's one but yeah. it's incredible no that's the thing i was thinking about this the other day like what is my favorite beyonce album and i don't know if i have an answer because they're all just so neck and neck but i i this one's up there up there It really sure. i also feel like it depends on where you are in your life like yeah some days sometimes some people will do me wrong Four <laughs> is just four and lemonade are like the best albums ever, mm-hmm. and then I feel like great or like I'm just really confident in my rose era. And like, obviously, it's renaissance, so I don't know. Right. Oh, I can't wait for act two, act three, all that. So, we got it. But I'll, I'll, <laughs> my pitch all on is so insignificant, but I will say that I've been seeing a lot of really cute black girls with red blush on. Um, and I think people should wear it more and to put you on (laughs) actually I mean it's true though you put me on to like Rare Beauty and their Mm -hmm. little cream blush and Selena Gomez has been doing what she needed to do honestly truly um, like she found her lane truly with that I mean I don't think she has to stay in one thing but like that blush is incredible and like I have my same bottle from Months and dare I say years ago. So yeah, it's incredible. So good, but very random. Weird. Wait, because... sorry, really quick. It's kind mm-hmm. of weird that we were taught growing up not to wear blush as black girls. Yeah. And then when I saw, like, I think it was like Jackie Ina doing, it, I was like, oh okay, I didn't know we could do that, and yeah. it looks so good. Like it literally looks incredible. It looks amazing. I used to like wear my mom's pink powder blush, like. There was one picture day. Oh my gosh. I like discovered makeup right before school. <laughs> I bag and put that powder brush. I looked like an actual clown. The liquid, I think, is is where it's at. I've also heard elf's um what is it, like putty blush is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've used that one too. I like it. I like oh it really? hmm Okay. I'll buy both. Well, period. Yeah. Um let's get loud in a very uh <laughs> dark turn, I guess. We've been talking about Brittany Griner for quite a while on here. And mm-hmm. as we know, her sentence just came out of nine years. A lot to say on that, like way too much for this, this segment right here. Mm-hmm. But I just like pray for her and her wife, specifically Sherelle and her family, obviously. But like, I just cannot imagine like what they're going through. And I don't know, I've just been reading a lot of like op-eds on the situation from black mm-hmm. women only and from black queer women as well, because I just feel like, or like specifically, because mm-hmm. I feel like when I try to talk to anyone else, like besides black women about the situation, I find myself very disappointed in like where the conversation's going. But I think it just relates back to like a state of powerlessness. And that's what obviously Brittany Grinder and, her family's feeling but like black women collectively i think we feel that pretty often in our lives it's just like pure powerlessness that society wants us to feel Mm -hmm. um but i want to read a couple things that stuck out to me um in different op-eds one was the head coach of the mercury so very relevant vanessa nygaard she said in an interview oh this is interesting. So like, obviously, well, let me read this thing first. So like, obviously women like WNBA, they get less attention. Mm -hmm. She said specifically, we in women's sports don't get as much coverage. We get 4% of the media. So this is getting 4% of the attention it should be getting. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's a great reference framing. And like, just the fact that people love to say, look, if it was Tom Brady, like it still would be the same situation. Like, you just, you don't even believe yourself saying that. Right. And then um, I just really like this part of an op-ed that I read. I forget who it's by, unfortunately, but I think it was in the, I don't remember. New York Post, New York Post. Mm-hmm. But um, she said, it seems only fitting that the most fervent advocates for Griner's return are other black women, mm. 1,200 to be exact. On Tuesday, a group of black women, civil rights, business, media, and sports penned a letter to the White House Basically talking to Biden about them like not doing anything, and once again, of course, Black women are rallying the hardest for many causes, especially our own. Yeah, it's just where are the Black men? Like, where are y'all at? Literally, just prayers for Brittany Griner because it was very, very, very sad. No, it's so sad. That was that was mine. Like. Oh, okay. i I feel so bad for for her, but also it's so indicative of how we treat black women, how we treat queer people, how we treat queer black women. Um, and like I don't think we say this to say that it's not a complicated like situation and in yeah terms of, like, the international relation. like that's that can be true as well as we're not giving Brittany Griner the the intention, the love, the care that she needs. So, yeah, um, great point. Prayers to her and her family and yeah, I think you said it perfectly, um, and I'm excited to continue the hair conversation next <laughs> week. But if our queen drops before that, we might have to spend a couple of minutes, you know, debriefing, you know, just as, really? as we should. <laughs> as we said, If you need more Beyoncé content, I think what was it, season one? We did a Beyoncé episode or two. Mm-hmm. I think Is that you- was the first one. Maybe yeah. our third episode or something. We said. <laughs> This is We're our brand. You here, here to wait, y'all? Know on Instagram, we literally only follow us and Solange and Beyonce, and it's just to keep things consistent. So, um, yeah, we are we are consistent, but so much love for Queen B. We love her, and we are so grateful to her if she's listening, which I know she obviously is. She stops everything, listens every time we drop. Um, yeah. thank you, Beyonce, for this and your work and your dedication, because you're just that girl. We also um I also want to thank her team because they're genius Yeah, every single person is literally genius and I really want to know who runs the Instagram because I want that job <laughs> I want it so bad her team that's that's also very very true like her team gets her right every single time I don't know how she found those people I don't know if it was just working with Beyonce makes you a better person individual yeah, I'm so maybe. Too, but she she's doing the most but in it the best it. way um I'm so glad I'm so thankful for to be blessed hashtag blessed <laughs> all right y'all we will see you in two weeks um happy August get your life and happy renaissance we'll see you soon goodbye bye